I don't know how you do it. Standing uh, up on stage, work that audience. It's like, oh. If you see the money, you'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, whoa. Company. Hey, everyone. Happy New Year's Eve. Welcome to The Love and Show. We are live right now. I'm here with Amy because Shireen is still away. Welcome, Amy. Hi. And this week, we are joined by Ali Al Saeed, co-founder of Dubai. <laughs> you mess up my name. Do it again. No, don't do it. It's okay. Ali Al Saeed. Yeah, you got it. What did I say the first time? It's wrong the whole way. It's Ali Saeed, <laughs> but I don't expect you to get it. One more time, and then if I get it, if I don't get it, we'll cut it. Ali Al Saeed. No. Sure. <laughs> say it one more time. So it's Ali Sayed. But, you but you're not gonna be able to. Do it. <laughs> I can't speak so English, let alone anything like no. It's okay. It's... I apologize, but a hero on the local comedy scene. <laughs> Do you just want to take over? Do you want to announce yes, yourself? Yes, uh, we are uh, here with Casey <clears throat> and Amy. Hi. And uh, myself, Ali Sayed. <laughs> Boom! Nailed hey! it. <laughs> Got my name right. <laughs> and you work in comedy, I think? I. A little bit. A little bit? Yeah, accidentally. Accidentally? Yeah. How? I was uh, not built for this. <laughs> I, like, I wasn't designed to be a comedian. It was a shock to everyone, including myself, when I actually did it. And then I was like, hey, this is easy money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at this. Yeah, I'm good at this. And then I just stuck to it. What do you mean designed? Isn't do you think your parents had a different path for you? Is that what you mean? Um, no, designed as in my personality was very, I was very serious. I was very like, like I had- Not funny. I, no, I was very, <laughs> I was very ambitious and I was never fun. So my ambition was in, in this career path that I built for myself and I really wanted to get there. Mm. And I just didn't look around me. I wasn't fun around my friends. I wasn't the funny guy. Maybe at home, but when I was outside, I wasn't. Yeah. Okay. And then, so it was a shock. It took me a, a long time to convince people to come to my show. I'm like, no, no, I, I am doing comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you fall into it? Okay, so this is what happened. I was trying to quit my job uh, at this really great company, and I was going to start setting up my thing. Um, and they kept trying to convince me to stay. So my last sort of attempt at doing that was with the owner of the company. And I was like, I want to do this and that. And he was, you know, he was adamant. This and that. <laughs> this is like, right, I want to do that. I want to start my own company. Focus. I want to whatever. And then he was, he was telling me, but he was trying to warn me of the recession uh, that was coming. Because it was 2008. <laughs> small thing. Right. He said, no, it's not the right time to start a business. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and uh, so I just subconsciously, I guess I had it somewhere. because I had attended um, one of the Laugh Factory uh, gigs and I just maybe pictured myself on that stage at some point. So I just said, hey, I want to try comedy. It just, I just blurted it out. And a, a few months later, they booked me for my first comedy gig at one of their gala dinners. How did that go? I'm assuming well, considering, you know, <laughs> you're here. Well, terrible. No, it didn't. So this, it was, was that the first time you ever stood up in front of an audience? Right. Wow. And it was 800 dentists from all around the world. Oh, a fantastic audience <laughs> right there. It, yeah, and I had 30 minutes. And this is like an outdoor gig and you can hear the waves crashing. It was like one of those things where it was loud. The elements were just against you. Everything was. It's, it's like a PlayStation version of comedy. <laughs> and so I had to go in to uh, meet my boss and like the head of the dental committee. in the meeting rooms where I used to have meetings and uh, tell them my jokes and they would okay them. They're like, okay, all right, we can have you on. Because I, I didn't have a track record to show, oh. hey, this is what I've done. They're like, okay, you have to come and audition. So I was auditioning to my former boss and 
But they were very cool about it. They're like, okay, we think this is funny. We we want you to do it. So they literally had to like veto or like, yes, that's funny. No, that's not. Basically, all the dentist jokes were vetoed. Everything else was left <laughs> well, in. Maybe they've heard them all before. <laughs> no, oh, they, they were afraid. They, quite they, funny. they were like, you know, dentists are very sensitive. I'm oh, like, like their teeth. I was going to say, maybe it's the cavity. <laughs> but it was Please fun. tell me that was on the list. No, it wasn't. Uh, I had like, I had so many things. I think, but I was new. So there was a lot of cliche stuff as well. Okay. So like, because I'd never been to the dentist until that point in my life. So wow. I had no really? I had no reference. Listen, we are That's desperate. A whole story. <laughs> I come from a different generation. Okay? 800 worried dentists. Like, we just want to see this mask. <laughs> right? Are your teeth good? Okay. So like, had to do that and to obviously kind of go out and just do it really really like rogue as it as it were mm -hmm. like how did you go up like if it has your humor like changed from obviously when you started off like how would yeah. you describe it now look uh, there's two things that happen you grow as a comedian but you also grow as a person yeah so you're constantly evolving and you're understanding life a lot more um I have, I've always had Germany jokes because I have German cousins, <laughs> right? But when I went to Germany, I'm like, wait, everything I'd ever thought about Germany is, is wrong, right? So this is part of the evolution where you, you go, you know, uh, maybe some of the stuff I was saying was probably offensive. So the I started Stereotypes removing that. kind of? Right, and then you right. It. Okay. So you remove these stereotypes. You say, okay, this is not offensive. This is actually fun. So you keep it, right? Even though it might not be 100% the truth. So you're constantly evolving. You're, you're changing. More you're moving. Observational. Right, yeah. right. So you grow as a per Like I would never, like the very first joke I ever wrote um, for for this show, I would never do that now. Right. <laughs> so does that mean it's not PC? <laughs> it, no, I'm, I'm very PC, but... The the joke itself is, it, it's immature. Ch yeah, changes. Right? Take us back though. So comedy hasn't always been a part of your life. Can you remember the first time you found something very funny? Like the first time you just laughed out loud. Ooh. I you know what we used to do this when we were, in my uh, like as kids, my family would hang out and we had like two TV channels or whatever. Um, actually. <laughs> and the good old days, right? And in the in the summer, it was great because we would get like Armand TV because it was humid. So we're like, yeah, you know, I was like, we got Armand. What do you have? Well, you know, yeah. So uh, we would just hang out and do impressions of each other, um, and that was cool. one of the funniest things. At, like you just get up and like, hey, I'm walking like mom, and then you do the whole mom thing, and then. Your mom is right behind you. You didn't know that. She smacks you on the head. And that was always like yeah. just part of that. We just did impressions of each other um, and voices. And, and that's that's always a part of what I am. Um, in terms of stand-up, the first thing um, I discovered stand-up-wise, I mean, I kind of knew it was there, but I wasn't really into it. Um, I heard a joke by Chris Rock that turned my brain. I'm like, this is possible? Because he, he took this... and. Chris Rock does this thing where he milks the joke. Mm. So you're you're listening to this and he just keeps going and going and going. I'm like one human person can do this to a topic. And and that's what really changed my life. Yeah. Where I really started getting into comedy. Deaf Comedy Jam was uh, a huge influence on me as well. I find it incredible, especially when, the, yeah, they milk it for all it's worth. Comedians milk it for all it's worth. And then they go on to another like joke and then they come back again to another joke. Right. And it just... Right. The callbacks I wouldn't are, have the memory. You know, that's why I always say this. Writing an hour of stand-up is so much harder than writing a feature-length film. 
<laughs> because you have so many characters that you can rely on, you know, to, yeah. to make things happen. Well, with stand-up, the way you write it is you have an idea and then you have to do it over and over and over again. I still have jokes that I'll do in like corporate events or whatever from like 10 years ago. And while I'm on stage, I'll figure out a different ending. And I'm like, wait, this is really good. <laughs> and then you say, sometimes you forget. And then you're like, what did I do? But like, what happens when that happens? Like, if you change your ending or if you forget your ending, how do you deal with that? Uh, forget is, when you have experience with stand-up, forgetting is whatever. You okay. just t start talking to someone in the audience or you move on to another joke. Um, so like for me, I don't have like an order. I always know what I'm going to close with, for example. Yeah. Oh, this is a college crowd. So I'm going to close with this joke. So I always know where I'm going to end. But if I forget one joke or what's coming next, I'm like, whatever, I'll just go to another joke and I'll come back to something else later. Or if I'm really blank, this happened to me a couple weeks ago. I stepped on stage and I got this migraine and I'm like, what is happening? And I was like limping. I, I had like this whole injury thing happening. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to talk to this guy and find out about his life <laughs> while this is going to reboot. Whoa. Yeah, and so I did that, and then I'm like, oh, okay, I'll do this joke now because it fits with what this guy said, and then you just move on. So there's quite a lot of improv in terms of changing it up. Yeah, I personally love that. Crowd work is like my favorite thing to do mm. because it's free jokes. <laughs> I have this stuff written, that. right? It's like, hey, you're gonna give me free jokes. But it's so like high pressure. And how do the audiences compare? So if you're talking to a Dubai audience compared to maybe audiences abroad, do you kind of change up your comedy a little bit? Uh yeah, absolutely. Because there's a lot of references that people will get here that they don't there. But what I don't change, like what doesn't change is the story. Mm -hmm. Right? So if I went to the grocery store and I broke something, and that's what's funny about the story. The story remains the same. So over time, you add a lot of local references. So I went there, and then there was this lady, and she was trying to sell me this thing that you all will know about. If yeah. I go to New York, they're not going to know what this lady is or, or what she's trying to sell me. So a lot of times what comedians do is um, they'll ask someone, like the promoter or whatever, like, hey, what's a car for in your city? You know, oh, like, what's yeah. a hypermarket? Uh, so yeah, they get the reference. So you just start replacing it. I saw, um, there's a great comedian, uh, his name was Judah Freelander, and my wife performed with him in, in New York for, like, seven shows, and it was incredible how much he knew about that little part of New York. Mm -hmm. oh. He knew, like, so he has, he does this thing where he, it's, it's, uh, specials on Netflix, it's called the America's the Greatest Country in the United States, or something like that. Yeah, right. And, uh... So he does this thing where he one-ups the audience. So when this guy says, what do you do? He says, I'm a doctor. And he said, oh, well, I bought this hospital. And he knew the local <laughs> hospital. And you go, oh, my God. And then he's like, oh, I bought this. And then he knew everything about that town, which was very, very impressive. Wow, that's just knowledge. That's, that is, yeah. that's research. That's right homework. There. That's homework. You got you know, you know what your stick is and you know where your laughs are going to yeah. be. But that's funny because people just laugh at the relevance. It doesn't even need to have a joke there. Exactly. They're like, oh, my God. He said, you know, but Khalifa. And then you're like, yeah. I, mean, I, guess, I was in Serbia. We're so easily to, easy to please. I was I was in uh, in Serbia, and there was this song playing in the store. And it was like Burj Khalifa, Burj Khalifa. <laughs> I was so excited. I had no one to share my excitement with. I'm like, did you guys? Okay, never mind. <laughs> I went to Michael McIntyre, and he mentioned brunch on a Friday, and the whole audience was like, yes, thank you very much, Michael. <laughs> That's a great joke, by the way. It is just like the, the new, le, yeah, the local. Local nuances. Local flair. It's so have you ever experienced uh -oh. <laughs> heckling? 
Yeah. I welcome like, it. Do you? I love it. So if somebody's there like, get off the stage, or like starts giving so you like... So I, know, like, I haven't experienced that, that. Yeah. like hatred, but like you'll have some tough shows. Yeah. Where you're like, okay, I gotta... So whatever your strategy is based on the audience, you start recruiting people on your side, yeah. whatever. Um, I've never had a boo get off the stage type situation. Oh. But people will say some really stupid stuff <laughs> that they don't really. But in their minds, that's the they funniest thing. They think it's thing. funny, yeah. Right, and as a comedian, you're in control of the whole situation because a the crowd is on your side. Yeah, they want to, to see you. Yeah, right? it's like Jimmy Carr. Like people like pre-plan his heckles because they know how good his response He's a is going to yeah, be. A clap He's a back. It's right. fantastic. It's yeah. unbelievable. So like people enjoy that. But also at the same time, everyone else is like, okay, you've had your 60 seconds. Now we, we pay to see this person, yeah. right? So as long as you know the audience is on your side, you're cool. It's a good attitude yeah. to have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this heckler, I mean, they can say whatever they say is wrong. True. I don't know how you do it. Stand uh, me up on stage. Work that audience. It's like, oh. If you see the money, you'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, whoa. Comedy. What makes you laugh? Um, what makes me laugh? Life. Okay. In general, life. That's a really nice thing to say. Oh, thank you. That's I didn't really mean it in a nice way, but okay. <laughs> I just you're laugh like, at you're it. You're like people on the street, dogs, <laughs> funny kids. Absolutely, we did. <laughs> kids that look funny. <laughs> you, I went a really nice, oh, what a lovely thing to say. No. No, like, <laughs> people say dumb stuff all the time. <laughs> And I'll be sitting and sometimes I'm like, just like a table over and you're sitting and you're suffering not because you want to laugh so hard. Oh, this happened to me today. I'm not going to lie. I love good people watch. Why? What happened today? I don't remember, but it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> the way I said it was, you know, it prompted the, the what happened today. But this happened today. Like, I don't remember what happened, but I just remember laughing so hard. So rather than being infuriated, you just laugh at yeah, little things, little yeah. So someone said this, like, uh, time plus pain is equal to comedy. Time so, plus pain equal to comedy. <laughs> right, right, so if, if it hurts today, if it's frustrating today, oh, yeah. you, you're going to be able to see the Love humor that, later. Yeah. Like, you know, you can say, oh, the, the most common thing is, oh, I got in trouble in school and my mom did this. And, you know, I got in so much trouble. And everyone there is laughing, including yourself, because now it's a funny story in hindsight. Yeah, that's really true, actually. Yeah, and usually it's because you were dumb in the situation <laughs> and that's why it's so funny it's like oh i shouldn't have done that and that's what my mom was right own your dumbness that's basically funny. right right the, absolutely i'm going to talk about confessions in a little bit i feel like uh -oh. there could be embarrassing ones but actually when you look back at them we laugh now then not so funny now absolutely <laughs> like if you I mean, look at too many to count to be honest like we're lucky that there wasn't social media Oh my, Like a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I don't think I would want to know all my like stupid indiscretions when I was a kid. But does it help <laughs> you as a comedian? Social media, it must do. I'm horrible at it because I, I don't like the attention. Oh. And everyone that's ever tried to convince me to do it is, oh, you have to create content. I'm like, yeah, that takes a long time, so I don't do it like weekly like everyone yeah. else. They say, well, you know, people just, they're interested in what your life is, you know, and you're backstage and whatever. I'm like, it's, no. It's <laughs> the most boring thing ever. Or you might think it's boring, but other people might not. But it's, principally, I don't think people should consume. That stuff. Yeah, it's, 
private. It's not. Yeah, like there's the private. Like I, I will never post pictures of my kids until they're old enough to say, I want my picture to be out there. Yeah. Um, and people, people get mad at me for that. I was just they're like, how there. come you're not? Yeah. You know, how come you're not posting your kids' pictures? I'm like, well, if you're not in my life enough that you've met them or seen them, or have pictures of them yourself. Yeah. Then you're not. It's so funny because I think that's so fair, but it's also kind of refreshing because I don't think anyone else lives by it. Like it's a lot of people do share kind of their intimate details online and put it public, which is kind of right. Which I, you know, they do it well, and I consume some of that too. There's some people that I like and I watch, and you learn from Mm. them. But I'm just not that person. You're not going to learn much from me, and I'm not going to film myself eating a cupcake. As a comedian, you can make it funny. I feel like <laughs> we do. You know, I'm doing this thing today for the for the New Year thing. Coming. You know the 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 recap. Everyone's like January. I was in Bali. February. I was. I'm like, you know. So I'm doing my own spoof on it today as well. Because um, I want to see that. Yeah, uh, it's like, I don't know. Look, your life is great to you. Like in everyone's story, we're the the main character. Yeah. We're the lead actor. Marilyn. Right? Exactly. Well, not me, but I do have the dress, though. <laughs> but when you, when, you, when you push, like, a few meters away from you, yeah, then you're not as important. And, and if we all can, can be okay with not being as important, mm. then I think we'll be happier. Because then we're not constantly saying, what am I going to show the world now? You know? I don't have to. Well, yeah. I mean, especially with that kind of social, it is... It's, it's a different story than actually your life for some people anyway. Right. So. Right. It's a, it's all put up and I don't put up very well. Yeah. Don't say it. Don't put that. <laughs> that that sounded... We're alive. That sounded talk, very bad. We want to talk about comedy heroes. We have this fun okay. little game for you. I kind of think I already know one of these because okay. you've already mentioned it. Rank these comedy legends from best to worst okay. or... Oh, but, hang on, no. <laughs> Got this wrong. See? My English so, number one. <laughs> okay. So three comedy legends. You can start. Thank you. One will play you in a Lifetime movie. Okay. One you'll share a stage with. Okay. And the other you think... Des- deserves to be heckled. Okay. Deserves to be heckled. Yeah. So you have to rank the three. Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Ricky Gervais. Oh, Ricky Gervais heckled all day. Oh, I love him. All day. I love Ricky Gervais he's, from The Office. He is hilarious, but he's office. so full of himself, though. I mean, I don't know him personally. Maybe that's... <laughs> no, but, it, but, it, but it's no, comedy. No, but stand-up, yeah. The, the, yeah, that's What I true. don't like is when a comedian says, my way is the only way, um, which Ricky Gervais does. And especially on, online as well, his views are very, like, he's very, like, sure about his views. Yeah. Which I... That, actually, that part of it I respect about him because he's very forthcoming and honest about it. Mm-hmm. What I don't respect is that he tries to shove that down on you. Yeah, but. I think I think he's reacting to to that being shoved down his throat. Growing up, probably that's probably his reaction. Yeah. But I feel like good like Dave Chappelle, for example, he will drop an idea, an explosion will happen, and all these bloggers just go <laughs> insane. And then after a while, you go, "That was a brilliant statement." I just watched a video that said uh, the ten things that Dave Chappelle warned us about. And, oh, really? And it's like from all his specials and, and like oh, his cool. his sketches. And you're like, yeah, he did warn us about it. <laughs> He's a thinker. So the second one deserves to be heckled. That was easy for you. Share a stage Sorry, with or play you in a Lifetime movie. Okay, so this is a very tough one for me. But share a stage with, 
I've worked with Dave Chappelle, by the way, Ooh. at the comedy festival here um, in 2015. And he... It was incredible. So much. There were like a bunch of like popular Arab comedians from Saudi and everywhere. And they were legit crying. Really? This one guy wrote him a seven page letter. It was like wow. one of those things where, because to, to them, their generation, Dave Chappelle sparked it. And he was saying all the right things. Yeah. He was telling stories and everything. So I feel like I'll give him deserves to be heckled because of his possible response. And Sorry, say that again. So I'll give him you deserves to be heckled oh, because yeah, of okay. his comeback is going to be legendary. Okay. And Chris Rock is a very disciplined comedian, so he plans. And his whole thing, his whole shtick from day one was he, he will perform in a way that you're not going to be able to heckle him. <laughs> so the walking, pacing back and forth, he got that from Eddie Murphy. That is, if you're moving around, you're not going to be, people are not going to heckle you. The second thing is his jokes are really tight. Like he rehearses them and he knows where everything is. Mm -hmm. So he won't be heckled. So I'll say play me in a lifetime movie. Okay. So oh. you're going to share a stage with Ricky Gervais. Am I going to share a stage? Well, yeah, because yeah. that's the one that's left. Oh, no. Do you yeah. want to share a stage with, share a stage with Dave? No, I'll say it. Change. Say it. <laughs> Ricky Gervais. I messed up. Ricky Gervais heckled. Chris Rock, uh, no, okay, so Chris Rock share stage, Dave Chappelle play me in a movie. Done. Done. Let's okay. make it happen for 2020. You wanted like a 10 second answer, I gave you like an 8 minutes. <laughs> okay. Before we move on to our confessions, yes. tell us, what is coming up for you in the next year? Well, very exciting things. I'm uh, going to start my first tour of this kind. Um, I'm going to be touring around the Middle East, parts of Europe, uh, South Africa, India, and all that. Oh, wow. And I'm going to be filming something at some point. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that's happening soon. And uh, we have a show on the 16th of January. Okay. That's happening at the Dubai World Trade Center. And there's going to be Mohammed, who just did his uh, Netflix special called Vagabond. Watch it. He's the funniest Arab out there. Um, and he's got a bunch of stuff happening. He's also on a show called Rami that's on OSN, Wave, and all that. Uh, so he's going to be there. Nimr, who is the most successful comedian to come out of the Middle East. Um, he sold out more shows than any other comedian here. Wow. In, uh, in Dubai, for sure. I've been working with him, I don't know, seven, eight years now. And every time we bring him here, he's always the fastest and the best-selling show. Um, and he's done a Showtime special in the U.S. and all that. So he's great. He's going to be there. Uh, then Badr Saleh from uh, Saudi is going to be there. And then I'll be hosting. So this is happening January 16th. Dubai World Trade Center. Center and tickets on Dubai Calendar app. <sighs> you see, you got I'm it out. There. You did it. Plug it. Just Plug it. Love it. Okay, we're gonna move on to our show. Why don't you explain while I get the little the little things we prepared earlier? Okay. Oh no. <laughs> I'm not very good at explaining things, as you have all realized. So we are playing true confessions. True guess confessions. The guess the lie the or guess the truth. Okay. So we have two options. We've all prepared these earlier. Thank you. Two options. Boom. Now we get to choose one or two each of you. Read okay. it out. And then we have to ask you questions and work out is it a truth or is it a lie? So one is a truth, one is a lie. We do not know. Okay. 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 Um, let's start with Amy. No, I kind of want you to go first. Yeah, yeah, you go first. <laughs> I think I know hers too. Like, oh. as in, I don't know if they're truth or lie, but. Okay, so should I pick number one or two? Two. Two. Sorry, I decided for the both of us. That's okay. Was I supposed to not No, that? you do that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is going to be a really awkward one. 
Um, I once drank lice shampoo. As in head lice? Head lice shampoo. And you have three questions to figure out if that is true or not. I once drank shampoo made for the head lice in your hair. It's three questions each or three questions total? <laughs> total. Oh. Um, when was this? How old were you, yeah? I was six years old. Like, why? <laughs> That's <laughs> not a good question. <laughs> it was yellow in color, and I thought, hmm, wonder what that tastes like. If this is true, like, honestly, <laughs> that's really messed up. Did it taste? Oh, sorry, no. Did you, did you drink enough that you had to end up in a hospital or something? Correct, I did. Did I you? I I had to end up in hospital. That's our three questions, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Can I ask? No. Why? <laughs> no, you can. <laughs> you had three questions. Okay. Is it a truth or is it a lie? Guys, what do you think? Did I drink less shampoo? I think I did. I kind of feel like it's so truthful that it could be a lie, though. Do we have to agree? Yeah, you have to agree. Oh. Oh. That's not do you want to well, you don't have to agree. Yeah, because you're in competition. Yeah, we're in so competition. So you think I did, and you? I think it's a lie. I think you did it. I think you were a brunette originally. And the <laughs> came from drinking. This is... Oh, natural. Like, <laughs> um, I did, in fact, drink Yes! Did you? And I was taken to hospital and then my stomach pumped because I drank it. I was like, How much did you drink? A lot. I don't, it did it taste so, good? It's the... Do you remember? It smelled really, really bad when we were kids growing up. If you... So why did Not you drink? It's just there in the bathroom and I got left alone. Moving on, we don't have to explain the story. We never said. <laughs> you were six, it's okay. I love the fact that you're nice. I'm not so nice. Okay, okay, do you okay let's finish with that. Okay. okay, Amy. One or two. Amy, one. I'm intrigued. I don't think mine are going to be that funny. I sealed my envelope. You guys cheated. <laughs> never mind. Okay. I used to be a British dry ski slope champ. Would you like to kick off the questions? Only three people, only three. What year? I don't know, I was re- I was young. Back in the day, like 15, no. Yeah, you're off to a very good start. <laughs> 15 years <laughs> you, ago. Have, you have all your facts together. For a champ, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea, I didn't think you would ask me that. I was a, a champ. What year? You know, when champs were champs. <laughs> yeah. Where did you train as a British ski slope champion? Like, bearing in mind, it's dry ski slopes in England. It's not exactly very highbrow or very good. Does not mean I'm a very good skier. Just meant that I did it. Answer the question. Oh. <laughs> Deflector. You're very defensive about your skiing. <laughs> um, so where did you train? I don't know, like somewhere near like Liverpool. <laughs> okay, you don't have the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was very young. I got driven by my mum. Okay. <laughs> Where in the UK are you from? <laughs> She was very young. Chester. You're from Chester. Yeah, Chester. I knew in the Chester. Which is near Manchester. <laughs> which which it's is near not all, you know, it's near Liverpool. It's all it's you know. It's near Chester and Manchester, like. And she was too. It you may know, be. She was a champion. <laughs> it was maybe in like she, the world. Don't expect her to remember as a toddler. <laughs> Winning medals. Is that the is that the last one? Okay, so detective, detective, Holly, what do you reckon for this one? For the absurdity, I want to say it's true, but I don't think I don't think you were. 
Unless she was hit by their head. <laughs> Unless she was <laughs> lying in the questions. <laughs> Unless yeah. she's like, oh, I'm going to tell the truth, but when they ask me questions, I'm going to deceive them and lie. I'm not that clever. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to that. I'm going to go with no. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> You're both wrong. It's true. Yeah, it was actually genuinely. <laughs> How old were you though? I was like 12. Like it was that like, was like was, five years ago. You could have remembered everything. Like, <laughs> you misled us in the questions. It was like I was like, yeah, I was about twelve. I <laughs> I did not see that. <laughs> I you were just like oh. yeah, no, it was like it was slalom, and it was you know, psh, you know, it was dry ski slope. It was England. There was nothing better to do on a cold, windy day. I don't know. Yeah, it was really rogue. I did it for like two years and then stopped. More on that. Yeah. You tune in next week. <laughs> I'm going to deceive you in the questions too. No, we get to choose. Oh, yeah. These are, choose. This is true. Okay. Wait. Oh, G G we yeah, don't know. you know. Okay. They're numbered. That I don't one. know why that would work. <laughs> Two. That oh, this one. one. No. I love how you sealed it. I know. I thought we were going to take this seriously. Sorry. Yeah, I know. And then it's not lie in the it's, questions. It's like, you sloppy know. over here. Yeah, not be so vague. It's like, I don't know, I was really young. You were 12. <laughs> That's young. She knew after. You, yeah, like, suddenly she's like, no, yeah. 12, here's the, here's the medal I carry. <laughs> Got them back in. Okay. Okay, this is something people are surprised to know about me. I have a PhD in psychology. You can read it if you want, it says that. So you're not deceiving us just yet. Which university did you study at? I went to a school in the US. That's not answering what school it was. That's just saying okay. the US. See, see, because I'm fair, unlike, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it was at Howard in New York. Howard. Have you heard of that? Howard University, yeah. Sounds like a name. <laughs> <laughs> Howard University, no, that's actually a very popular school. Now you're making me feel bad. Try and rip, rip apart the questions. Okay. Um, and just rip apart your life if this is actually true. <laughs> Go for it. Um, okay. Mm. All I want to ask is like why you study psychology, but that's a lame one. What did you, what, what type of psychology did you study? Humor. No, but wow. it, no, because, no, because it's either like, isn't it clinical? Behavioral. Behavioral, like. What are you saying, master's? Oh, did you say master's? Oh, I said PhD. PhD. Oh, yes. So my dissertation is not going to be about. What yeah. did you do before your PhD? That's what your, did you that's study? Your final question: Are you? Oh, sh that's not a great sugar. question. Are you sure? <laughs> no, 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 no. Are you sure? No. Yeah. We'll move on to our final question. How many years did it take you to complete your PhD? Because Aren't I'm, all I'm, PhDs the same. No. They're supposed to be, but I'm. Did lazy. you take a little bit longer? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I had uh, I had a hard time uh, putting it together. So it took me two and a half years. Okay. So it was a bit longer than it should have been. I thought PhD took longer. Okay. No, I'm gonna. No, they're quite short. What are you gonna say? High school is the longest of everything. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have like three years university. You're like Joey from and Friends like takes a good like you know. Yeah. Fifteen years. I'm gonna say yes because I love the idea of someone stuttering, studying, stuttering. Uh, humor psychology. <laughs> That's amazing. If it's true, it's amazing. I kind of think, I kind of think it is true because of how you set set it up. Like people are surprised. 
so I kind of want to say that, but then I'm now like, yeah, and now I'm like. It's the glasses. I can do eye contact. Oh, it's creepy. Yeah. Uh, or, but then I'm a bit like, oh, do I just say no because I, so I'm not agreeing with you. Tricky one. <laughs> I'm going to go for it. I think you look smart. Okay. Maybe, uh, maybe do I? <laughs> that's always, that's always refreshing. <laughs> I can do this for you. I can read out my other facts. No, no. Did she actually just go, do I? <laughs> yeah. She's like, I know you look smart. This is an offer. I can read you my other fact yes. and then you can decide. Okay, do it. Based on the two. Oh, that's fun. This has never been oh, done Oh, have before. you done two truths, one lie? No. No, no sorry. Have no. you done one lie, one, one truth? truth? One, one truth, truth, one lie. Ooh. Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't do I that. I will give you also the opportunity. No, your answer is locked. Just, I'm okay, so yours is yours is what you believe it. So she believes it. Okay, my funny. other fact is I used to be a break dancer, and at some point I went professional. So I was a break dancer. You or... get no questions. You have to just. Decide. I kind of feel like the break dancer thing is more ridiculous. So I think it's true, and then I think that this could be real, which is why I think it's false. Maybe you did get a PhD, but not in psychology. That's where I'm. That's where I'm at. See, I don't like to trick people. <laughs> Nice little sly dig there, isn't it? <laughs> you have the choices. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm taking so long. Okay, I'm going against Casey. I think that's false, and I think break dancing because I just want to see that. And you're gonna have to prove it Absolutely. afterwards. <laughs> no, okay. I'm wearing a dress. <laughs> so okay, which one is us. it? <laughs> so which Am one I is right? it? Am I right? Uh, you're right. <laughs> I dropped out of high school. Okay, we're gonna Did have you? another Let's show see. of break dancing. No, I'm not. This was hey, when I was you very young. Were a okay, so how young were you? Well, I was. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's when I, I dropped out of school. I was doing this. Very good. Made my parents. Feel bad. We obviously didn't did did. ask enough questions on the show because that's a whole other story. Yeah, I feel like we could be here for quite a long time. This is a story I don't like to talk about. Can, can I just ask? Because I think I know what Casey's first one. Can you read your next one out, please? Just to like just say it. <laughs> We're gonna end the show. On um, this one. With your life. <laughs> hey, we need yours we need too. Yours. You... No, mine's really rubbish. Well, how about no, 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 no. Mine's not. Yeah, no, yeah, no, she'll read yours. No, it's because it's yeah. because she she doesn't want to read hers. That's why she's making I'll me read, read it. I'll read both of y'all. Okay, I'll read Casey's. This is Casey's. This is not mine. And why are you reading it? <laughs> <laughs> and we end here. I want to be. <laughs> I once peed myself in the office. <laughs> That's what she said. That's true. <laughs> That's true, Casey. Come on. <laughs> Everyone's done it. I did it today. I don't I once performed at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. These are our truths and our lies. Thank you very much for joining us on our show and for nearly co-hosting it with us. I mean, to be fair, for actually co-hosting it with us, like, you, you saw us through, thank you. You saw us through, we went through <laughs> Thanks for having you guys. Thank you. Guys, January 26th, watch the show, get tickets, and we are back here in the new year 2020. Or January 16th, if oh, you yeah. want to be more accurate. Because <laughs> uh, if you go there on January 26th, he won't be there. nothing's going to happen. Because <laughs> I might be there, because I'm nice. But because no you feel sorry for Casey for all the people I'm going to tell jokes out. to Casey. You are now tied to two dates. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Sponsored by Love in Dubai. There you go. You got it. Bye. Bye. Happy New Year. Bye.